0: Oh, hello, and welcome to Audente
1: Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Camture Evil.
2: And I'm the gamer in yellow.
3: And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta and be critically silly doing it and tonight we have pumpkin boats so as of uh, uh so uh yeah uh, it's it's the halloween season it's october so i figured we should do a kind of we should, I, I should look through the, uh, the, the, the category of Halloween under Fandom, and see if they have any like good like pumpkin things and so. So I found like pumpkin boats. All right, cool. Uh, this one is by Ken and Again, like I said, it's on the creeppasta.fandom, so you can check it out there, but I shall dive into the rundown. Our narrator is chronicling the, uh, the events of three kids in a small town near a lake these kids, Connor, Corey, and Ryan, have a tradition around Halloween. The night before Halloween, they take a pumpkin to the lake and place it in the water, then wait till the day of Halloween, so like the next day, and go to the opposite side of the lake to see which of their pumpkins made it ac- across the lake. Um, when they are placing the pumpkin in the water and getting ready to leave, Connor notices something or someone just behind a tree that lies in front of some dense forest, uh, like watching them. Um, Anyway, we cut to the next day as the trio head to the other side of the lake where they notice that there's some light footprints in the mud as they are going around it. And then also find that Connor and Ryan's pumpkins have made it to shore. In fact, Connor's is in a patch of grass near the shore, uh, but uh, Corey's is missing. Then, when Connor takes his pumpkin home to carve, he notices there's a slit in the pumpkin and when he opens up the pumpkin there's a bagged note. And the note reads, Have a jolly Halloween. Then uh, That night, while the trio is trick-or-treating, uh, Corey sees a pumpkin on somebody's property that looks exactly like his. However, the others dissuade him. Or the others tell him, no, it's not. <laughs> um, anyway, They get home and start checking their candies. It's here that Connor finds a new note, and this time in his bag of candy. And it reads, I hope you had a jelly Halloween. Connor is reasonably freaked out by this, and his friends manage to talk him down from any crazy speculations. The next day, Connor is home alone since he has the day off from school, but his parents are working. When he goes to grab some candy from the jar that he's stored his Halloween treats in, he finds a small box in a candy wrapper, like somebody has meticulously made like put this very small box uh and wrapped it with uh with a candy wrapper to make it look like it's a piece of candy uh and inside uh and inside the wrapping, it's not just a box, it's a small camera by the looks of it, and written on it says. Soon you won't be jolly. Freaking out, again, appropriately, at this point, he runs outside to his backyard, but then realizes that his property borders the dense forest. And as he attempts to retreat elsewhere, the narrator, who has been telling this story, comes out of the woods and snatches him up, taking him back into the woods for some ominous purpose. Not purpose. Purpose. then states Connor won't be jolly for long t- for a long time. The end.
2: <laughs> yep. It could have been for a nefarious porpoise. You never know. It could yeah, be he it.
3: yeah, he could be feeding it to a porpoise to a, to a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the dolphins just pissed off that like all that he got was a pumpkin uh, like he got he got Corey's uh, pumpkin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, is this a so where is it where dolphin? <laughs>
2: I don't know. We don't know where it is.
3: Yeah. Uh, ha-ha, I see what you did there.
2: Did you? Okay, cool.
3: It, it took me a second, but I, I got there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, should, we should move on to... Everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions! At this point. So, uh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. Uh, so for the grammar acquisition, uh, I'm going to start with this one. Each year on the night before Halloween, Connor and his friends, Corey and Rain, would each place a pumpkin in the lake. So this is just a quick fix, but I'm pretty sure it's Ryan, not Rain, um, based on the rest of the story. Since oh, they refer really? to... Yeah, yeah. I, it caught me off because like, I remember like noticing, oh, that's an interesting name, Rain. Um, and then the rest of the story was like Ryan. It's like, oh, okay, it was just a, it's, like a quick typo kind of thing.
2: It's a unless. shame the first instance of it was a typo. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I yeah. did not notice it for the rest of the story.
3: Nice. I mean to be <laughs> fair like Rain does kind of sound like a much like nothing against Ryan's in the world, but like Rain does sound like a cooler name.
2: <laughs> well, Of course.
3: Um unless there's a fourth per- there's a fourth child named Rain <laughs> they rarely ever see.
1: Yeah. Well, he was the one that was kidnapped initially.
3: <laughs> yes, you yeah, know Ryan was it. What Ryan was behind the tree, and then in that space between paragraphs, where we where they segue to the uh to the next scene, uh, Rain was kidnapped by Ryan and replaced.
2: <laughs> or Ryan and Rain are brothers. So Rain put the pumpkin in the lake, and then Ryan picked it up later to do the rest. Ah, uh, maybe yeah. Because I think. So- I believe that's the orientation of when the names were there. Yeah, maybe
3: Ryan and Rain are, the sa- are, are uh, not the same people. Uh, they're, they're identical twins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe. Or maybe it's just a simple typo.
2: <laughs> no, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, no.
3: Um, So, on to my next one here. Uh, that tree lies in front of a thick forest, letting anything that used to lurk behind it hastily escape view. Early in the afternoon, Connor and his friends were at the lake, eager to start the long trek to the outside, to the other side. Um. Okay. Whoa. Hang on. First off, maybe maybe keep the past tense. So, like, the tree stood alone, but in front. Of, so I, I kind of like rewrote the like re reworked that that first line there. So to keep like the, the tense. Um, that tree stood alone, but in no no. Hang on. <clears throat> Let me read this. <laughs> that tree stood alone, but in front of a thick forest, letting anything that might be lurking behind yeah. that might be lurking behind it, hastily escape unseen. For some reason, like I just, yeah, it really irked me that like it, uh, it says like letting anything that used to lurk behind it. It I, like it kind of caught me off. It's like, is this present tense or past tense? Like the rest of the story is kind of past tense. So,
0: oh, or letting anything that lurked behind it?
3: Yeah. However, it does. Oh, fuck, you know, I I know I'm looking at the, the the original. It's like it does say letting anything that used to lurk behind it. I think it's like letting anything that used to lurk behind it. Like they used to, because like it it's it's bugging me because it's like it used to like why is why does it say that
2: they, he just thought he saw something but he doesn't see it anymore
3: maybe also maybe that is this is one of the clues that this that the narrator is telling the story like as a character in the story because <laughs> he used to be lurking behind that he, he used to lurk behind there and he could hastily escape un, uh, escape view back into the woods like it's sort of like it's sort of a tell maybe um i i don't know uh that 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 was just kind of a minor thing that bugged me uh the second the second thing that kind of bugged me about the these two uh, these these two lines that uh the first line is the end of a paragraph the second line is the start of a paragraph so i I really feel like we could get a we we need like a proper segue <laughs> so like maybe after the uh the whole thing about the tree and like Something behind it being able to escape hastily. The last line of that paragraph should be um, not wanting to venture closer. They all decided to leave themselves to the safety of their homes. Then, in the next paragraph, start it with the next day, comma early in the afternoon. Just so it's not like, wait, when's this early in the afternoon?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. me is gonna have. Yeah, sorry. What?
3: It's a whole lot of rewriting there. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. It just these paragraphs like don't have segues. <laughs> like they don't have any kind of transitionary like period. They just kind of we're just moving on to the next scene, and we don't really know when that scene happens.
2: <laughs> but the early the afternoon is the tell of when it happened because the previous thing was on a cold October night. Yeah, so it was but then time, and then early yeah. in the afternoon, as in the next day, one would assume.
3: One would assume, but you know what assuming means on this show?
2: Makes yeah, an ass of you me and me.
3: Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually like, again, I've, I'm starting to like turn yellow right now. Uh- <laughs> yes. Uh-huh, because I'm starting, to, I, I, I was really annoyed by the story with like, it just abruptly like going to another scene and I'm not having any like context as to when, like I can, again, I can surmise when it's happening, but some clarity would be nice in the story. mm mm-hmm. Um, But I will move on from that. Um, there had been a brief downpour the previous night, hence. The ordinarily bare dirt path had shifted into a damp mud. So I think the comma is slightly misplaced here. So it should probably go... So, like, it's... um, There had been a brief downpour the previous night, hence. Comma the ordinary bare dirt path had shifted into a damp mud. So I feel like the comma should actually be moved to the, to before hence. So it reads more, uh, there had been a brief downpour the previous night, comma, hence the ordinary bare dirt path. Hence the ordinary, hence the ordinary. Oh yeah, that's fucking Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Ordinarily not, not ordinary.
3: I apologize. Hence, the ordinarily bare dirt path had been had shifted into a damp mud. Wow, fuck me! I cannot fucking read today.
2: Honestly, I don't uh, blame you. I blame the sentence because I also so many had a words. Whole, I, I had a problem with <laughs> like how it's wording the damp mud situation and everything as okay. well. Okay, uh, do like, I go
3: into that then? Like,
2: uh, sure. But yeah. even grammar aside, I personally don't. Like the way that it's going because it's like so early afternoon right now right and then the rain came sorry it's early afternoon right now yeah and this rain came on the previous night and it was a a brief downpour so I don't know how I feel like it would have dried up more than the the visual it was giving me yeah especially like, in the
3: after yeah it's in the afternoon like in the morning I could see like having to deal with it but like unless like unless it's just been like again we don't we, there's a lot of stuff missing here so like we don't know if it's a cloudy day or if it was a sunny day <laughs> on that halloween yeah. so like cuz like that would dictate if the if the if the rain would like dry up kind of way kind of thing um
2: yeah. or like if it's loose sand and shit that would turn into mud more but if it's like packed dirt as a, on a path i feel yeah. like it wouldn't like i get that they need to say that there's footprints that's fine but when it's saying that it's the path had shifted into a damp mud it sounds like the entire like when you're walking through it it's like <laughs> you know like that's your footsteps you know like yeah. it's that thick meanwhile it's i don't think it's meant to be that sort of thick no. mud it's it's supposed it's to be like wet.
3: yeah like it's supposed to be like wet and like malleable enough that like footprints would be left in it yeah but like i i'm i'm with you like i i kind of feel like you could really do without like some of these, like the wording in this and, or even like the footprints aren't even really that necessary for the story. Um, like oh. I, it, it kind of gives a hint. It's like that. There's a person that's that, that did something. Cause like the person moved the pumpkin to the, to a grassy patch.
2: But it's also a path that people generally walk on. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're right.
3: Yeah, Maybe if it was like bare, pa- like a bare fi- like footprints, like like, hum- like bare human foot, like without shoes. Fuck, I hate the English language. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah, it would be a lot more. It would be a lot weirder if it was like human, like bare footprints without like the shoes um, that yes. was in the mud.
2: Generally, people wear shoes these days. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because yeah, again, like you like regardless. you said, like people don't like trot across this like path all the time, so like they use shoes, so it wouldn't be that weird that there'd be somebody walking down this trail.
2: Yeah. Either way, this whole thing could be written a little bit simpler. Like, yeah, I I didn't write down something, but it'd be something like there had been a brief downpour the previous night, hence the normally the normal dry uh, dirt path is. Um, wet enough to leave light footprints. Maybe it, light. It,
3: that's still kind of awkward, but yeah, like it, this definitely—it's showing that we, this definitely needs to be like looked at and like
2: or reconstructed. What it, might, <laughs> what it might be meaning is, that it was raining last night, so the murderer came by last night when it was muddy, tracking footprints in the path, and then by late afternoon the mud's dried up, but the footprints are still there.
3: Yeah, Cause that happens. Like, yeah, you definitely see like footprints that like, have like they've been made in like the wet, uh, the wet, um, the wet mud. And then when it dries up, like it's, it preserves it, like preserves the imprint. Right.
2: Yeah. That might be what it's actually meaning.
3: Maybe, but that is, Oh, like we just spent like five minutes uh, talking about like how, like how to get there. <laughs> so, um, and like, what's funny is I'm also going to be keeping in my, uh, my, like t- my, my anger, my bout of anger of like, God damn it. I can't read today. <laughs> Cause <laughs> well,
2: it's it so it, weird to read.
3: No, be it. No, because that, again, like it, it, that shows like, like how hard this was hard to like, how hard this was to read <laughs> mm-hmm. because of that. And just so. like
2: the word saying like had shifted into a damp mud. Like, what does that even mean? Like the path itself had shifted.
3: Yeah. Cause it had changed into mud. Like it, it's there. They're, it's, it's weirdly written the way it is. Like it's, That's yeah. not a normal way to, ru- to write this. <laughs> um, it's turned into a mudslide. Whee! <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah, clearly.
3: <laughs> Alright, uh, with that, let, let's, let's transition to, the, to, my, to my next uh, line that I need to uh, gripe about. <laughs> um, As they continued down the path, they spotted the lake. Wait, they were already at the lake, like walking around what? it, like okay, so like they're they're going down the path, like uh, and like they see the muddy like prints and stuff of like that, and as they continued down the path, they spotted the lake. They were walking around the lake. Why did they just spot the lake now? like maybe yeah. meant- this one is it early like, in the uh...
2: afternoon, Connor and his friends were at the lake, eager to start the long trek to the other side,
3: yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at here. So, like, I think maybe what it should have been was they spotted their goal, the shore on the other side of the lake.
2: Or it's something like they, so, okay, let's say, I I know I have to explain this out, but whatever. Let's say they enter, they, they get to the lake on the one side, it's the west side, whatever, and they put their pumpkins, right? And then they arrive there the next day, But they have to get to the other side, which means they have to, like, go southerly, like, through the, um, like, follow the path to the south away from the lake. And the path goes, like, there's trees on the other side, so you can't see the lake anymore. And when the path comes out on the other side of the lake, they are back at the lake. They arrived at the lake again because they had to take a path that broke their line of sight with the lake. That
3: really needs to be put into the story, <laughs> if that's the yeah. case. Also, I think it would actually be better if it, if they had to go through like a path that went into the dense forest to kind of again tie in the den, the, like the significance of the dense forest. Yes, like even further. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like that. That was my big issue. Was like early in the afternoon, they uh, Connor and his friends were at the lake, eager to show up to the trek, the long trek to the other side, and then you know the downpour thing, and then. Uh and then they, they they get to the trail, there they um they continue down the path, they spot the the lake. I was like, Wait, what? Gah. Meanwhile we're walking uphill to try and read the story and, and comprehend it. Yeah, this or, other
2: way to is just change it from they spotted the lake to they spotted the shore. Yeah. Where, like the landing shore or whatever.
3: Yeah. The shore is where probably normally, the best. Yeah.
2: Yeah. shore where they know that the pumpkins always float to or whatever Yeah, Mm. Mikey do you have something else to add
0: Uh, well
1: maybe it's just the uh, kids being stupid and while they're walking along the path one's like hey look lake (laughs) so they're just pointing out that (laughs) they see the lake they
3: they passed a couple of trees and suddenly they can see the lake again it's like Hey, Ryan, Lake. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Corey, Blake.
2: <laughs> no, but that would add character to these characters. And we that, don't want that, that is
3: actually. true,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, it's a creepy fast we're talking about here. Hey, now. I'm an all star, I know. Damn it. <laughs> I was really hoping that would happen.
3: <laughs> Anyways, uh, I digress. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's, let's continue rolling this giant pumpkin uphill. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, uh, When they stepped foot on the small patch of grass that borders the lake, Connor noticed something. I, this is a nitpick of tense, but I think it should be bordered, not borders. Like, when they stepped, because it even says, when they stepped foot. On the small patch of grass that bordered the lake. Yeah. Connor noticed something. So it's all yeah. past tense except for borders. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm noticing? Hmm? You may have brought this up before. You are a stickler for tents. You're a tentsman. I am.
3: I am definitely a tentsman.
2: And then Mikey is very much a, uh, a front buttman. <laughs> and he, he's
0: an ass man <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> or a little bit <laughs>
3: yeah
2: <laughs> yep what, what would be my thing that I am always oh yours is definitely
3: uh, short sentences
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I do do that like
3: 100% short sentences yeah. like you hate that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh, I will I will move on to my next one here. Um, his pumpkin, an average size pumpkin, with a stem that curled and ended in a point, rested on the grass. So again, a little bit of a nitpicky thing. I, I would change the second use of pumpkin to gourd, maybe, just so it's not repeating the same word so soon. Like his pumpkin, an average gourd, an average size gourd, with a stem that curled. Blah 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 blah.
2: Or his pumpkin being of average sized and whereas average sized pumpkin had a curly thing on the top. And yeah.
3: Yeah. Like it's just that rep- repetition of, the, of two of the same word, like twice in the same sentence kind of, I don't know, bugs me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, to my next one. Corey's pumpkin, however, was nowhere to be found when Connor was at his house. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's 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 literally the two like that that's the separate like that's the uh, that's all we get for like separation of transition between scenes, <laughs> like yeah, uh, uh, Segway please. <laughs> like I like, only that, that would have been I, a
2: good time to have some like I don't know like um some dialogue between the characters being like oh where's my pumpkin it's it's fine whatever yeah
3: exactly um like I'd even be fine with Corey's pumpkin however was nowhere to be found. Later, when Connor was at his home, blah 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 blah. Like, I just think that. Even that later would help.
0: <laughs> it would,
3: yeah. Uh, my next one here: uh, the pumpkin had a small slip near the top. I think it meant slit, not slip.
2: I believe so as well. Yeah, especially because it says <laughs> after as well.
3: Yeah, exactly. Since it, yeah, it uses it references the slit later, so. Hmm. Um. And then my next one here, slip of paper. See, that's what I thought, but no, because it's in it's in like the slip of paper is in a baggie inside the pumpkin.
2: (laughs) So if it was on the outside, he would just pull it out. He wouldn't have to gut it to do so. Yeah. Actually, while we're on this, one of my Mm -hmm. grammar is on this sort of area. So can I just jump in here? Go for it. So I I also didn't understand what the the small slip was, but it's probably slit. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, like. Just The way it's worded, it's kind of weird. It says, when Connor was at his house, he started to carve the pumpkin. However, something went wrong. The pumpkin had a small slip near the top. When Connor finished uh, carving the top of the pumpkin, he noticed the small bag inside. So, like, I don't know what you um, designate as starting to carve the pumpkin. Like, would you... Like, cutting the the lid off, is that starting to carve it? Or would you say yeah. starting to carve the pumpkin is after it's gutted
3: no 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 you you, no. you when you start carving the pumpkin it's when you're cutting up the uh, you're cutting out the lid so you can get all the guts and stuff out mm-hmm. I
2: always view that as like preparing to carve, but the actual carving is doing the design
3: i mean that fair um i I think it's just cut sort of a, a pedant. like uh, it's sort of yeah sort of a um uh i can't remember the word for it um sort of superfluous i guess um like mm-hmm. like it's like one person's like like maybe like 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 me and it seems like me and mikey's like interpretation is like we st- uh when you start like cutting the at start cutting at the pumpkin like at all that's carving starting to carve the pumpkin whereas yours is mm-hmm. like doing the artistry work and stuff of that
2: yeah i'm thinking of it more like um cutting the the lid out and gutting it is akin to like preparing meat oh. and seasoning it before you cook it
1: yeah but well thinking about like carving a turkey it's as soon as you start cutting it up that's when you start carving the turkey so yeah,
3: that's, wouldn't that that's, be that's the usually, same with the pumpkin that's
2: just <laughs> the turkey though so no no
3: but like i think like that i think Mikey's trying to side with you right there because like no carving because well, when you carve a turkey that's during like after you've prepped it and all that kind of stuff Right. <laughs>
1: uh, no, uh, okay. I I'm saying that when you ca- start carving a turkey, the turkey is whole at that point, right? So when you start carving a pumpkin, it's also whole. So you're
3: carving the top off. Except,
2: except you put oh. the top back on.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially with like, because when you're carving a turkey, at that point the turkey has already like been like. Like it's been like carved, like dug into like stuffing's been added in, it's gone through the oven, it's on the t- dinner table, and now the the person is carving the uh, carving the uh, the turkey at the dinner table, like it's already yeah. been prepared and stuff like that, yeah. so I, it's kind of but okay of yeah,
1: I guess the key <laughs> is that to cut off the top, you're using a carving knife, probably mm-hmm.
0: So yes.
1: when you're using the carving and knife, and unnecessary
0: conversation,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no, it is <laughs> necessary <so. laughs> But as soon as you start using the carving knife, are you not carving?:
2: you're uh, I don't
3: know that that is a that is one for the for the great philosophers of the world, I think.
2: <laughs> the, the loose lid isn't necessary for it's necessary to do the design, but it isn't a a showcased thing in the final design cuz you just plop the damn thing back on and you're good to go. It's just a drain the pumpkin. It's not part yeah. of the actual carving of the face. I don't know, man. <laughs>
3: I, <laughs> I think this might be just like a um uh a it's an example of like our our different perspectives or like our different like how like how we see things. Like Maybe. some of us see it like a starting you start carving the pumpkin when you start cutting the lid out. Whereas you start carving the pumpkin when you start cutting up the face, sort of thing. Yeah, like after all the prep work has been done, that's when you start carving a pumpkin.
2: Either way, because uh, yeah. of my my strange view of the word "carve" in regards to <laughs> a pumpkin, um, it it sounded like he was saying when he says "house," he started to carve the pumpkin, which made me immediately think it's already been gutted and yeah. he's just doing the face, and then at that point he. Um, he finds the slip and in stuff in, inside? Yes. He would have found that beforehand. Either way. Yeah,
3: so... The way I rewrote for you- it, Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah.
2: The way I rewrote it is just, Connor started preparing the pumpkin for carving, noticing a slit near the top, like someone had stabbed into it already. After cutting the top off and starting to gut it, he found a small bag inside. A small bag inside the pumpkin guts. Yeah,
3: Boom. Done.
2: It just kind of explains <laughs> it a little bit better. Yeah. It's sort of the weird yep. slip thing. It describes the slip more. And for idiots like me, it's hold your hand through which part no, of the okay. carving process. That, 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 that's,
3: that's a little hard on yourself. Like, that's fine. I, I think like the clarity is useful. Like, I think this story is a good example of like unique clarity in certain things. Like This story does not have proper clarity in various segments of it. Mhm. And this may be an example of that.
2: <laughs> yes. But we should move on yes. before the comments become I like I like the uh the episode where they talk about the specifics of carving a pumpkin for a long time.
3: <laughs> that was only like 5 10 minutes, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, moving on to the next thing here. <laughs> that was all from one fucking sentence, too. Yeah. Um, uh Connor decided aloud that it might have been in there before he even bought the pumpkin. I think this part needed like Connor then decided aloud, dot dot, 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 dot. like as he gets the 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 pumpkin as he like was looking at the the slip and stuff like that. Um, that's it. That's all I got for that little. It's just a little nitpick. It's like I think it should um, use a then
1: and why. <laughs> Well, I thought you would have gone for the double aloud, so because Connor thought aloud, and then the next part is Connor decided aloud.
3: Yeah, that that, that was I think what was bugging me was like, yeah, the first sentence uses aloud, and so like I I used it then to kind of like maybe mitigate that in my mind, but <laughs> also why? Like he's just why is he just speaking aloud? Nobody knowing to, to hear him. He's just
2: <laughs> no, he thought aloud. He thought so loudly you could hear it.
0: Okay.
2: So honestly, the whole, the first thought aloud is unnecessary because it's already there in quotes as if he's saying it out loud. Like that's already a given. Yeah. So then after that, you can follow that. Like if it just went, Connor was visibly perplexed by the note. Why did someone put this in my pumpkin? Period. Connor decided aloud that it must have been there. Blah, 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 blah.
3: Bam. Yeah, that's all you need. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's a perfect fix.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or considering they just did uh some dialogue continue with more dialogue instead of okay. paraphrasing dialogue immediately after doing dialogue,
0: yeah, yeah all right i'll I'll move on
2: um,
3: Connor liked that idea, and this is uh that that's all that's the sentence, and it's um when his friend is trying to dissuade him from like, oh no, don't worry about it, it's all. Like it, it's it all, all the things that you've been thinking about like last couple of like the last two days like it's it's all got to be a coincidence or something like, that. It's like and Connor really liked that idea and it was like such a like I swear I'm I'm becoming yellow like I'm I'm starting to wear like dawn like ninja outfit <laughs> over my over my hood because like it, this is a very short sentence and I had to, like I I wanted to fix it <laughs> like maybe lengthen the sentence a little bit more so like Connor liked that idea comma for it meant he didn't need to dwell on any kind of paranoid fears he might be having.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, again, just a little bit more clarity on things like uh, that are just kind of getting skimmed in the story. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so short, it uh, reminded me of a telltale game. Connor will remember this.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. Connor likes this. <laughs> that's that's uh, actually from uh, the yeah the uh 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 Somebody liked this, or somebody disliked this. That's from like Fallout Four. <laughs> like the world disliked this. <laughs> um,
2: also, before so, you continue on, yes. Um, in regards to the previous one, just because I was thinking about it while you were continuing on th- with the next one, I was thinking about how odd it is that it keeps saying specifically how Connor thought this aloud, and then he continued to like decided out loud all these other things and why that was important and why it couldn't have just been thought and it can't be thought because this is all stuff that the murderer heard through yes the recordings so, so that's it's... why it's never um just internal thoughts of him because it has to be stuff that he actually heard
3: yeah that he's overheard cuz he's being stalked like Connor is being stalked by this by this person yeah but we don't know that until the very end. But we'll, yes. I've got some notes on that at the end uh, in my actual thoughts and stuff. Um, yeah, we're still, we're still in gra- my grammar position. God damn it. Yeah, right.
2: I should probably shut uh, up.
3: No, no, it, it's cool. Um, it's done. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost done. Uh, he put his candy away. Sorry. He put his candy away and said goodbye to his friends. I think you want his candy away, not his. Just missing the H there.
2: Unless it's a uh, specific brand of candy I'm not aware of called his yeah. candy.
3: Yeah. Or for a moment he went cockney, it's like he put his candy away. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I digress. I'll, I'll move on to my last grammar acquisition <laughs> Uh and this one's a really simple one, but it like I feel like a change needs to be done to hammer in a point. So Connor's backyard is right next to a dense forest. So he tried to flee. I really feel like it should be Connor's backyard is right next to the dense forest. Just so we have a, just as a better, a better way of calling back the dense forest from earlier where we saw the, 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 or where, where Connor saw the, uh, the, the movement behind the tree and stuff. And just to add like an extra level of dread.
2: But why does it can, have to be the same forest I,
3: I think i feel like it should be so that we have like a, a, a connection to like like the 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 creeper like again when we get when we get that revelation at the end we get that the the, uh, the creeper like stalked over to uh, connor's place from the from the dense forest near the lake
2: but if he's stalking him, he'll follow him through whatever the hell forest he wants
3: it i know i just like the same. it doesn't have to be but i think like narratively like that one word kind of adds a little bit extra dread to the to the uh, situation because it's like, oh no, it's the dread the dense forest, like, ah oh, God.
2: I, I think it needs to be um laid down a little bit more throughout the story that his house is on a forest that they go through to deploy the pumpkins. It does just kind of, of like happen in the last second. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, it- by the way his house is backed onto a forest.
3: Yeah, it does kind of just, like, drop that, like, like he, he runs outside, and for some reason he runs to the backyard outside, away from view of of the public, usually. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, because that was the other thing that I thought was kind of weird, that he, ran, he didn't run out the front door, he ran out the back door.
2: <laughs>
3: He's a but, stupid kid, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's my my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, I I hand you the torch and pitchfork.
1: Uh, well, you you've got most of mine. All I have left is the uh, conjunction junction.
3: Ooh. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But I rushed
1: to him and grasped him. Finn.
3: Conjunction. <laughs> <laughs> <That's your> <laughs> Yeah, that was like a, that was more of a bus stop.
0: That was a dead no, end. Was, uh, sir. No, no, no,
3: no, that was a butt stop. That was a butt stop, guys. Oh uh, fuck! Yeah, Jesus
2: Christ. Junction is normally like two or more things that intersect.
3: Yeah, I had a straight
2: up of dead end there, sir. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. I, as soon as i recognized what what
3: line it was my head like i was like i was just like looking down and then my head went i was like it recognizes like, what <laughs> wow uh, well thank you mikey for that hilarious little bit yeah. sorry little butt <laughs> uh i'm here all night unfortunately
2: yes unfortunately indeed
3: <laughs> yep. okay um then i i guess gamer <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, and for those unaware, Mikey oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, normally says more than one sentence of uh, uh, sentences <laughs> that start with uh, words that they probably shouldn't, because there's always better words.
3: Man, so I guess the story actually like, is better than some other stories that we've done, where, like because it only had one out of the entire story. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: It did not fall into that very easy-to-fall-in trap of its ends or buts at the start.
3: Yeah, it also yeah, because like it references Connor and Ryan and Corey, like like whenever they're saying like the name, or whenever they're referencing one of the boys, it's uses uh, the the person use the narrator uses the name.
2: Yep. So
3: but yeah, I I guess it's on to you, gamer.
2: Yes, you got most of mine as well. My last one is um I don't even know if I should bother talking about it because <laughs> All right, uh, so this is this about the end? It. It's kind of okay. Shit, it's, it's like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the quote is not the end, but the end um makes my problem with this quote uh null and void. So how about I'll you want to? I'll talk about when you talk about the ending later. I guess okay. I,
3: that's what I was gonna. I was gonna suggest like, do you want to wait till we till, uh, till I get yeah. to my comment at the end about the ending? Okay. All right, um, so I guess with that, <laughs> we'll go on to actual thoughts. Great segue, better than this story segues. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to start with this one here. I, I, I got, I think some of, most of my notes are actually pretty uh, about the actual story, like the actual like content of the story is actually kind of positive. So just as an FYI, um, so starting with this, uh, Connor used to reside. Wait, hang on. Okay, yeah. Connor used to reside in a small town near a lake each year on the night before Halloween, Connor and his friends, Corey and Ryan would each place a pumpkin in the lake on Halloween. They would travel to the other side of the lake to see if their pumpkins had arrived. So just what, (laughs) what knowing the
2: end, fuck,
3: (laughs) right? So anyway, yeah with given the with this part here like with the whole like like the pumpkin boat like the pumpkin boats like it's the like from the title and then we get into this i really like this tradition that the kids have it it really does feel like something that me and my cousins would do during my childhood like it it's something that we like i could i could see kids doing as a tradition so it kind of grounded the setting of the story the setup for the story in my head um while reading the story. Like, I was... It, aside from, you know, all the terrible errors and, like, typos and, like, lack of segues and shit, the, the, the plot itself was kind of grounding me with the, set, with the setup. Um, and then I'll move on to the next part here, uh, which is more just, like, a comment or, of what have you. Um, the boys knew that they should head home. There had recently been a kidnapping, after all. Connor and Ryan started to walk back but something had caught Corey's eye. It was the plot! <laughs> was literally the first comment I ever did on this entire story. And, yeah. I just, as an update, oh how right I was! I just didn't know the full context yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, it's interesting that Corey noticed the, uh, the, the strangeness, yet Connor is the one that's being um, uh, effectively stalked and tagged in the, the story.
2: Um, yeah, because he's avoiding contact from him, not necessarily his friends as much, because they're not the target. That's true.
3: Uh, The next one I have. In his hand was a square candy, with a red wrapper sealing it shut. On the... One side of the wrapper was slightly transparent. Connor unwrapped the candy, only to find a box. The box had a small camera lens on the side. And the top red soon you won't be jolly so at first when I was reading this part of the story I was like oh so he found a starburst <laughs> like that's how small I thought the candy was <laughs> mm-hmm. and then when he reveals that there's a camera inside the uh, in like like on like in the box like like that's what the box is it's like a camera uh, like a little like spy camera kind of thing that's when I got a slight chill at the back of my mind as I started wondering oh god how did this get in there? Like, did the person like simply slip into his candy, like during his candy count and stuff like that, and he just missed it during his candy count? Or was this from like overnight while he was sleeping, he slipped it into the candy jar? Because like after like, like, sl- like stealthily breaking into the house and stuff like that? Like these kind of thoughts were like sort of in my head it was like, how, how did this camera get in here and stuff like that? Like all of the hard- what happened?
2: I'm assuming, because um, I have to do that in this story. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming when they were out trick-or-treating, yeah. uh, and uh, Corey mentioned, hey, I think that's my pumpkin. <gasps> that is his pumpkin, and that's the murderer's house.
3: Yes! It's, so yeah. It was when a they trick-or-treated
2: there, he was yeah. giving them candy, and he made sure to give Connor, the like, in his handful of candy, he put the little camera and gave it to him.
3: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, that's, those are the clues in this story. And again, this story, like, by the end, like, once we got to this part of the story, I got some serious, like, stranger danger, like, real world creeper vibe from the, like, for the yeah. horror of this story in a single paragraph at the very end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everything, everything, like, started, like, coming together and boiling to this point. Uh, and then we get to the last section of the story where it's, uh, where, where Connor runs outside notices that he has, like, uh, oh, right, the dense forest behind my house. I should go the other way. But I rushed to him and grasped him. The boy struggled, stopped... uh, The boy's struggling stopped after some time, and I was easily able to drag him into the forest. He won't be jolly for a long time. Uh Oh! Oh, God! Whoa! Literally my reaction at the very end of the story. And I'm just like, okay... Did not see that coming. This we was gotta make all. Sure to
2: not, we have to not mm-hmm. fuck with Nair, man. <laughs> yeah,
3: Because <laughs> yeah. Nair will fucking come and get you. Like yeah. he'll go meta on our, on our asses. <laughs> and now I know what the title card, if I ever get around to doing title cards again, <laughs> is going to be. It's just like a guy like creeping out of the pages of a of of the story we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. No. I was just like. So the narrator was actually writing all of this the entire fucking time. Um So nothing we've talked about, like Grammar Inquisition and stuff like that it's all been in dialogue. Wow. Oh well, also no, he you could know, be writing
2: this down. But he it's could be, through yeah. the mind of an insane kidnapper. Yeah. Hence why and that brings us back to the grammar part. I didn't bring up because it didn't really make sense. Yeah. This is the first time where I was like, okay, uh, Corey stopped the others and pointed out that he thought that was his pumpkin that he released it to the water on the previous night. Connor and Ryan both informed him that the pumpkin just looks similar and was not in fact his. That does not sound like the thought process of kids it sounds like a scientist is telling the story. It's very wordy and specific and doesn't make me feel like it's being said by a kid in the moment. And after the fact, we find out it's not, it's because it's, it's a creepy guy that is watching them and recording what they are saying.
3: Yeah. So you actually like caught that, like right there, like, like you were like, huh, this doesn't sound like children talking.
2: (laughs) I mean, it was bugging me the whole time, but that one specifically where it's like Connor and Ryan both informed him that the pumpkin had just looked similar and was not in fact his. Okay. It sounds like it's a guy taking notes.
3: Yeah. So here's my question for you then. When you got to the end, did it like click with you and like you were okay with it or did it bug you?
2: No, I was very okay with it. Okay, good. (laughs) When you went back to read the, the start of it, yeah. um a couple of your your notes ago mm-hmm. the fucking second word connor used to reside fuck holy shit in my basement now
3: holy shit (laughs) yes holy i just that that just clicked to me like fuck that's i just got chills again all over again shit
2: that's why when you read that i was like wait knowing the end (laughs) and then i just stopped talking let you continue with your thoughts
3: (laughs) oh fuck yeah because i honestly like again like as the story went i was like okay this is this is kind of like weird the way this is written like i the same kind of thing that we i think you also had and i was like that's all right this gotta be fixed like what what the hell is this going on like all right so then like but it it all kind of makes sense when you get to the very end it's like the the sum of its parts like or it's like it's like like the journey um like needs the end to like make it worthwhile
0: yeah because
3: like fuck because then you realize like wait connor used to live in the town (laughs) <laughs> Wait, the, the, um, the, the, the bear, like the bear footprints on the, in the mud. And like, why was the pumpkin on a patch of grass or why was Connors on a pump on a patch of grass? And why was Ryan? Uh, why was, yeah? because uh, he
2: picked it out and set it there to like exactly. stab it with the knife to put the note in it.
3: Yeah. And then why was Corey's missing? So that we could get that part at the end, While they're trick or treating, uh, they, the Corey sees his pumpkin and then that's likely the, 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 the property of the killer or the, the kidnapper. And he's yep. probably like, again, he was jotting notes, like jotting, taking notes down for his, for this, like for this, uh, the story. And then at the very end, like with the camera inside the, 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 the candy uh, wrapper, like that part, like just like kind of gets you primed, uh, primed right for the, like the last bit of it, where it's suddenly the narrator steps out of the, uh, out of the writing booth, like taking the camera. It's basically like, um, it, it's like in a movie. Where the camera guy, like the camera is, like the the movie's being filmed like a cam, like like a movie, like a proper, like a not a proper movie, but like a a Hollywood style movie, like a cinematic movie, and then it just suddenly the like, the camera just suddenly like like gets taken off the tripod, and now it's a first person perspective as the cameraman is the killer.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
3: <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love it. Ah, oh, why? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, no, that like literally like the ending makes this story like so much. <laughs> um it for me anyway, like the, like the 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 twist at the end was like Mwah! chef's kiss. <laughs> um but yeah, uh that's uh that, that's my my actual thoughts honestly. <laughs> Is the uh the reveal at the end was just like oh my god. <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> Um so 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 Mikey, These stands for evil.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. All right, time to shit on everything. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
1: So uh my first actual thought is about the pumpkin boat. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, trying to visualize them going from one satellite to the other doesn't make sense to me. It would, to me, it would make more sense if it was like a river.
3: Um, see, or they I, explained
1: yeah. that they put it at the mouth of the river so that the pumpkins would float to the other side.
2: Or because, like, how I would see, they know specifically yeah. that it would go across the lake and land here? Yeah,
3: I, I think we, I think this might be an issue. Again, another issue with the story is that we don't know the full size of the lake. Because I was picturing either a very small lake or like a large pond, is what they were use, they were doing. Um. So, yeah, I think it would have to be like a small lake, like maybe at the very least, like a kilometer or so across, because like that would give it the time, like give it a um, like sort of like the the running water, like the tide inside of it. Because like ponds generally don't have or ponds are generally still water, like they don't have um, uh, like a current to them, whereas lakes tend to have a current. So. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that might be missing in the story, or like, yeah, clarity on like the water body, like, and not yeah. even like, not. We don't need to go full scientific, unless that wants to be a clue as to like this guy is like the guy who's narrating the story. <laughs> um, but yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Do you... my next actual thought is um, I was thinking about. Uh, Racing
1: pumpkins. So I googled it and I found the Great Pumpkin Boat Race.
3: Yep. <laughs> the 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 people in giant like hollowed out pumpkins and they're using like uh, oars to try and get use them. Yeah. Like uh, makeshift boats. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. Legit. Like when you honestly, when you type in pumpkin boat in in Google, the first images you get is a guy in a in a hollowed out large pumpkin with a with a canoe paddle.
2: <laughs> Googling now.
0: Please hold,
3: oh my God <laughs> adorbs <laughs> yeah. you are it's like dragon boat racing, but more festive hold <laughs> oh, but hmm. that's why uh Lonis wanted the um. Uh, wanted to see the great pumpkin. He wanted to kill it and then use it for the pu- for, his, for the for the for uh, the for the annual pumpkin boat race. <laughs> That's a Charlie Brown reference. Yep. Ah, I, I I didn't I wasn't sure if you you caught it or not, gamer. <laughs> I didn't at <laughs> okay. all. Yeah, Law it, it, it's um from the special the Charlie Brown special. Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, where Lawless has a pagan god that he uh he wants to go worship in the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Linus. Oh Linus, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I I yeah, it's Linus.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Yes,
3: I was know. It, that was character. it was it Law was it who that
2: was was actually?
3: Sorry, yeah, I, I I got it mixed up. I apologize.
2: I am the Launus <laughs> It's like I said.
3: Well, Lawness is also the name of uh, one of the uh the, the characters from the um Fistful Misanthrope Shadowrun game. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry Mi- sorry Mikey. <laughs> I think that's where I, where, I got the, where, I, where I thought the name came from. So, Probably. Yep. This is all getting edited out.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's old. Uh, okay. <laughs> got to put a, two outboards on his uh, giant pumpkin boat. <laughs> yep. That <laughs> feels like cheating, sir. <laughs> Please continue. I have to close this tab.
3: <laughs> Before you fall down a rabbit hole.
2: Mm-hmm before I take this recording on the road and go buy a giant pumpkin right now.
3: I mean, there are tons of farm festivals right now. Anyway, anyways, let's move on. You're not helping. <laughs> no. Mikey, continue. Please, Arts save us crafts. for ourselves. Arts and crabs? Crafts. Oh, okay. <laughs> please, Make save it us shit. for ourselves.
0: So, I liked the
1: subtle foreshadowing but the blatant foreshadowing was a bit uh, I don't know, ham-fisted for me so the whole there had recently been a kidnapping after all that like early on in the story
3: Fuck. so you say that's blatant but I was just, like, I was just left wondering <laughs> like, okay so that I mean that's gonna probably tie to the plot somehow um, yeah. but yeah, it, it, like, but I didn't, but it doesn't like, and it does tie to the plot. Like, I do agree with that.
1: Yeah, but you're, because it's basically says, oh, there's been a kidnapping. You're thinking, oh, there's going to be a kidnapping yeah, for but, the rest of the story.
3: <laughs> yes, but it's not, but not in the way you think, because you don't expect the narrator to be that until it's revealed at the end. Unless, did you catch it? Um, are we or me and uh, me and Gamer just dumb, and you caught that a lot sooner? Well, I, I figured there was going to be kidnapping, mm-hmm.
1: but I didn't
2: expect it to be Nar.
3: <laughs> no one expects <laughs> Nar.
2: No. So. No one expects the Nairish Inquisition.
3: Yes. <laughs> the-, the narrative Inquisition. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. So my next note here
1: um, was that I liked the uh, the notes found in various places. Yeah. But for me, the camera at the end seemed more of a bit of a stretch because yes, cameras can be small but they need a source of power and
3: there there are spy cameras are but are there starburst size uh, size spy cameras
1: yeah like the the one that comes to mind for is the classic camera in a teddy bear yeah like that has lots of space for a battery to power the camera
0: yeah
3: I, I will give you this. Yeah, the, the camera, like, looking at it, it's like, it's, that's a really small fucking camera.
2: Um, that being said, he doesn't say it's a, a Starburst at all. No, that's true.
3: That's true. But, like, again, it's the, the story doesn't tell us what the size is. It just says that's it's a piece oh. of candy. So It's a
2: strange a... object, so he pulled it out. So the fact that it's strange means it is not a candy-sized object.
3: Maybe, make, maybe say, like, add-ons, like, a strangely large object. Yes, like that might fix it.
2: it says in his hand was a square candy with a red wrapper sealing it shut.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because again, when I for some reason like my first go to was Starburst. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. So a little description about the size of it would be good. Yeah. Aside from just, it's a strange object.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it fits in his candy jar. Yeah. Exactly. And it a strangely
2: doesn't... large candy object.
3: Yes. Yeah, like it's maybe a
2: strangely large piece of candy. So we pulled it out.
3: Yeah, that would work. That, I think that would work. Yeah. Because again, like, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys visualized for like the candy jar, but I kind of, I, I basically just inserted a, a cookie jar <laughs> of, of sorts. Yes. Um, because again, like camera,
2: I imagine yeah. the size of a jawbreaker, just a square. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like that would oh. that would be a much more appropriate like size. Now, now that I think about it,
1: yeah. And you also have to think that the the candy jar would have to be clear, um, yeah, for the camera to work.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would have to be clear, and it would have to have specifically... been meticulously placed. Yeah, so. exactly. Oh it would God, have to be meticulously placed. So if that's the case, then perhaps he did sneak in and put that there. Because yeah. Otherwise, if it was just lumped in there with a bunch of candy, odds are the damn screen is pointed at other candy.
3: Yeah, exactly. Just like <laughs> it's just jumbled in there. Um, it is sort of like uh, to what, like part of it, like as much as like I like it, like because it did cause my my initial like dread and so like One of the questions that kind of like pokes at it, like pokes holes into it a little bit, is like to what purpose? Because
0: hey, he was already going to.
3: He the guy picked it up. Or, or the kid Connor picks it up out of the out of his jar, sees the message, runs outside, gets snagged. So what was the point of the camera?
2: <laughs> to get him outside so we can grab him.
3: Uh, maybe it's. It, I you have to I have to ask you Go this, ahead. Mikey, because um, you're a little more of a tech aficionado than the rest than than me, anyway. Um, would a camera like that like? like the size it would be like say again like a, jar, a jawbreaker sized kind of uh like spy camera thing would it have wireless capability so like maybe the guys like checking on his phone to to see if he could uh, to see if when the kid like freaks out and like like look like when the kid picks it up and then like sees it and like freaks out so he knows when to strike maybe
1: yeah. well yeah we're getting more complex with technology like yeah yes cameras can be small But the biggest draw is the battery and being able to charge and have the camera going.
2: Um, Either way, to answer your question, yes, you can do that. Because I know that there's security systems out there that you can pay for, where you have cameras on your house or whatever, and you can connect to that with your phone. And hell, I've seen ones that um, have a a um, one-way microphone on them. So like you can use your phone to talk through the camera to tell someone to get the fuck off your lawn even if you're not well, home.
1: The problem with that is that most of those cameras are hardwired. <laughs> so they have a direct access to a power source and yeah, but I you mean, can there figure are... them to connect to Wifi and whatnot. Okay.
2: There are, so, I'm
3: googling now, like a spy camera. <laughs> Wireless
2: spy camera. <laughs> If he, it's it's possible he snuck. Okay, here's the thing. If he snuck into the house to put the camera in, he could have just snuck in the house and took the kid. <laughs> Fair.
3: Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just found one on However. Amazon. Um, there's mini indoor um, spy or basically discrete uh, camera. It does. It, it's uh, wireless, water weather resistant, high definition. Um, it's a lot of money, <laughs> and it doesn't. And it has a built-in battery. And it fits inside your palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it takes two uh, it, uh would last uh with long-lasting battery life outdoor runs for up to two years on two double a lithium batteries
2: that seems like bullshit <laughs> Um
3: yeah it's called it, blink outdoor
1: <laughs> it probably only captures movement
3: uh Yes, motion detection, which, is, which would be uh, probably what the guy's looking for, because it will turn on when the kid like, goes by it or like picks it up and starts like, fiddling with the wrapper and stuff.: Yeah. I mean, yeah, so and
2: it is theoretically yeah. uh, a plan that he snuck in quietly, put the camera in left. Yeah. and then he's using the camera to scare the kid as if he grabbed the kid inside the house, he would be screaming making noise Wiccan's parents up. But exactly. if he scares him and runs him outside, he's already outside. He's halfway uh, ready to go to take him. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about the, the parents or nothing. Just grab him and go.
0: Yeah, so and if he if he's he uh
2: a viable plan of his, so that's not as dumb as I first thought.
3: Yeah, it's actually surprisingly... Again, it, this guy's kind of like a, a nutso. Um, he's He's, well, he's going to have... Before.
2: 'Cause there's yeah, been kidnapping. Oh, that's before. true.
3: There's <laughs> there's a precedence here. Yeah. So he's done this before. Um, he's he's stolen one child, he'll steal again. Yep. <laughs> um so yeah, also this the story did t- uh was was posted in twenty eighteen, but I'm pretty sure like you like we ha like, again, like GoPros and stuff like that exist um like well in like to a, like a decade ago. Um yeah. So I'm sure there's I'll like a. Uh, yeah.
2: In yeah. regards to this camera situation, the problem is we do not know the size of the camera.
3: No, that is true. We do not.
2: Mm-hmm. It could be a huge camera that barely fits in the opening <laughs> of the the cookie jar.
3: That's that's like <laughs> used, uses multiple candy wrappers to cover it, <laughs> like yeah. like almost like a, like like a wrapping paper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so that's the real problem. Yeah. Because we can't I, really I, nail down whether or not it's possible to do without knowing yeah. the size.
3: Yeah, we need a mm-hmm. few more specifics in the story to give us the um, uh, a proper image for this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We don't know how much of a glutton this kid is. Like, maybe this jar is like a freaking garbage can.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, to be fair, like when I was a kid, like with trick or treating and stuff like that, like I had like a um, a pillow bag, a pillowcase of, yes. of candy, and I just kept that. In my, I, I just kept that in like my closet.
2: <laughs> also. Uh, at your house cultists, your your folks have that uh that huge glass jar that's full of matches. That's from, true. Like, yeah, they have their their match
3: collection. Yeah,
2: it was a very small opening on the top, I believe. Yeah, but still, you, it could potentially be a massive jar. It was it large enough that you could that's...
3: fit a yeah. It was large enough that you could fit um I think your hand in, or yeah. like your arm, like like part of your arm in to get to things. But yeah, it is a it is a very it, it does like kind of bottle uh, like it's a bottleneck so yes yeah so oh, yeah. i mean that that was a that was a good point to bring up mikey to, honestly like because <laughs> like yep. we, it got us talking about like how, the, the the logistics of this <laughs> mm-hmm. okay
0: do uh, so my next actual thought here
1: is Uh, The next day, Connor had no school, but his parents had to work, so he was alone. And my thought process is, why? Like, if it's potentially common knowledge that there's been kidnappings, why isn't there a babysitter? Why isn't he at a friend's place? Like,
2: Yeah, um, Durplin Kidnappings have always (laughs) been in, uh, like, in parks. Not mm, straight yeah. up from the house again. We, there's specifics we don't know about this world.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe his parents told it like like told him to keep the doors locked in the house and stuff like that. Um, and like he'd be, they figured he'd be safe if he stayed inside.
2: Yep, don't run outside. Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: that's pan. generally what. Yeah, like we're we're, we're we are g- gathering. This is probably from this like re- the more recent like couple of years. So, um. I know, I mean, I know a lot of people like who are parents who are a lot more like a lot more vigilant about like their, their kids, um, uh, about their kids, uh, like whereabouts and like, and, uh, and whatnot. than like our parents were kind of like, I mean, I remember being, being able to get away with a lot more shit than, than people now, than kids nowadays, <laughs> but
2: yeah. Kids are on a tight leash these days, sometimes yeah. literally.
3: hmm. Yep. Um, we also, uh, another thing to poke at the story, we also don't know how old these kids are. They're old enough that they are able to walk out to a lake or to like a local like water body and, and do this tradition of pumpkin thing. So I'm guessing like preteen, like 10 to 12, maybe, or 13.
2: Yeah. They're at least not aged out of trick or treating.
3: Yeah. They're not aged Absolutely. out of trick or treating, right. but they're not young Absolutely. enough that like their parents are are like, are, are, are comfortable with them, like going near a lake, um, unsupervised. Yeah. So So I'm guessing like preteen.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, my next actual thought here
1: is after he finds the camera uh, and the note uh, Connor stumbled backward and ran outside in a
3: panic. Like, yeah. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) <laughs> i mean to be fair like i okay my my first my my literally my gut my first reaction to this like to that to that finding out like finding what the camera while reading the story was the the person's in the house so yeah, yeah honestly this seemed like a very logistical like a very well a, a, i do in quotes logical uh reaction given that he's panicking he's freaking out he's uh, he's wondering if the guy's already in the or the, the, the dude's still in the house because like, like how else did this, this camera get in the, uh, into his jar of ca- so yeah he like stumbles back and in a panic runs out the closest door which would be the backyard so it actually does make sense why he ran out the back door because it was in a panic
2: also like he has no idea how many other cameras are in his house Yeah. so just because he throws that one camera out or runs to a different room doesn't mean that the dude's not still watching him exactly um, I mean, granted, there could be cameras in the trees all around his house. There probably is.
3: Yeah. Also, as it may be an extra thing for the story, um, and maybe, uh, maybe clarify that the maybe the candy jar is like in the kitchen near the back of the house, kind of thing. Maybe.
2: No, it's his as, candy like, jar, isn't it?
3: Yeah, but I mean, like sometimes, like parents make their kids like keep their candy jar out, so that, or like keep it like somewhere where uh, where other food is, sort of situation, like. I know my nieces like all my nieces treats and stuff of like that are kept either, um, in her in her mom's room or in the kitchen. So,
2: well, then the kids might be younger than what you're assuming. Then maybe. I feel like if you're like twelve or so, like you want to keep that shit in your keep... room, yeah.
3: <laughs> Fair or maybe his room is close to the back of the house, so like you maybe add that, like again, maybe just clarify like I don't know maybe it's just like a superfluous like uh unnecessary detail um because we get the gist of what happens is that he stumbles out and out the ne- the nearest door, which happens to be the back door, and that's the fatal flaw mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe we're just overthinking it a little bit in this case. <laughs>
0: that's what we do mm. yeah yeah. So, uh, onwards, Mm -hmm. um,
1: basically, um, in order to sort of fix the running outside, (laughs) um, I edited how I would make it potentially better. Okay. So, say, if uh,
0: the protagonist of this which is Connor. connor yeah um what
1: if um, his mom and dad have split and the note is actually his dad sending him messages
3: oh, we're adding more so you're adding more depth to the lore of the story <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> this is a legal battle. Oh, this is a, a, a parental legal battle going on here. <laughs> but that doesn't. Ex- why it be that doesn't jolly ex- anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It was like maybe it's like if you if I can't have him, then no one can. <laughs> but that maybe. also doesn't negate like, or, or maybe the reason why they split up is because. Oh no! Like it doesn't negate uh, the problem with that is it doesn't negate um the missing the or the previous missing child. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe the father had multiple kids with multiple
0: ladies. <laughs> Damn, that poor maybe, yeah. I mean, eh,
3: I mean, it, it would need some work <laughs> to, yeah, to get yeah. to get to get there. But it could add more depth. Yes, to the
1: story.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of messes with the. Um, hey, that's my pumpkin over there. While they're yeah. trick-or-treating trick- or Because if it was his dad's house He would clearly know who his dad was
3: Unless He doesn't know his dad's back in town
2: No, but When you I go trick-or-treat Oh, okay, what are you dressed as? The guy's it's wearing a mask go, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe
3: <laughs> Do you, do you not me? wear masks When you when you uh, put, bring candy out?
2: I don't put candy out Fuck them kids <laughs> Wow, rude <laughs> Sorry, it's all good.
3: So now that we've exposed uh, gamer to his uh, (laughs) his holiday spirit
2: (laughs) or lack thereof, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So we don't really get many people walking around here.
3: Really, we get tons on our side of the. You're on the main
2: street. That's true. You see, like two people walk by down here. It's like hmm. they just do the main street and they're like, oh, that's enough.
3: You know, now, yeah. Just because of this, I'm going to take my niece over to your place. Ah, oh, fuck. Hmm.
0: Sorry, Mikey, continue. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: Alright, my my final actual thought um, here was that I liked the ending, how it switches to the, the stalker. So good. Even though the kidnapping comment earlier, <laughs> sort of yeah. maybe go, oh, there's going to be kidnapping, but then, oh, that's a different way to do it, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> you know, what it kind of gave me, it gave me the same kind of vibe from Blazing Saddles, where the whole movie, like, is it's it's like cinematic, and then they just like leave the the studio and they start crossing against across the studios,
2: like it's yeah. that kind of like
3: almost like a meta thing going on here. Mm-hmm. You see, I know what. You know what's kind of funny about this? I recall, it's been a couple of years, but I recall the first story we ever had with you on the show, Mikey, Uh was Picture This, which was a story that was kind of similar because it was about, it was a story where, like, about this killer and he was like, picture this and, like, going on, like, statistics about, like, murders and stuff in America and such and like going and and adding all these like and i remember us like bashing like all or like kind of getting annoyed at all the um all the errors and all the uh, the the things that need to be cri- uh, like fixed in the story and stuff of like that and then it's revealed at the end of the story that the writer is actually or the the killer is actually writing this to find people uh, to find his victims in the comments who will critique his story it's basically an artist like Find, uh picking his targets as the the critics of his work,
2: <laughs> hmm. which made it kind of real from the sounds of it.
3: It was like, uh, yeah. We, I remember us like kind of like be I I. It's I haven't checked out that episode in a long time. Like, but I remember post this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're gonna post this episode. Fuck it, YOLO. <laughs> um, remember that, kids. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, like, I I remember us, like, seeing that, and then, like, I also remember us not liking the story, just even regardless of it. But this is, like, the exact opposite, because, like, we all, like, seem to really, like, ha- have a positive reaction to the ending of this story.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it was also very different. Like, yeah, it Picture is... This had every sentence starting with Picture This. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Something also, along
1: those
3: lines. yeah. Also, it was. I guess the difference between that story and this one is that that one was blatantly targeting people who critique creepy pastas, <laughs> whereas this one's twist ending isn't targeting us. In it's actually a, a, a legit good twist. <laughs> oh. Are you saying
2: that the picture of this one isn't?
3: It was. I, I again. I remember. That sounds really uh, interesting. Oh, maybe if you guys ever do uh Al Dente reloaded again, you guys can you know. Do so that. anyways,
2: uh next Yeah, um, yeah, that's so. uh... <laughs>
3: it. <laughs> so so is that is that it there, Mikey? Yep. Okay. Well, gamer, it's Europe.
2: Okay. Uh, my first note is just before I even started reading, in regards to um I didn't know what to expect with a title like Pumpkin Boats. Yeah. Maybe this will be a Disney-esque story about mice fashioning some pumpkins (laughs) into boats to, like, escape a flood or something. Who knows? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Then, uh, talked about that one, and my only other one is basically just in regards to the ending. How I like the twist of the narrator being revealed to be the killer in the end, and I suppose that explains why the entire story is worded weirdly... And does not sound like it's from a kid's mind because it isn't. Nope, it was all Which from just the kind of stuff <laughs> I already mentioned as well. So that's a boot it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, I, I think we
3: we got a lot of our 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 opinions out on this one, <laughs> like yeah. through through the other stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we will move on to final thoughts then. Uh, hang on, okay. Um, I like the twist ending. Uh, and even the little events and traditions of the boys are having. Uh, I can visualize the little lake or or large pond, kind of like for the most part. And like I like again, I got really into like this like little tradition of like putting the pumpkins in and some of that at the beginning, and then the, that twist ending, just like whoa, <laughs> like everything made sense at the end. <laughs> um, the problem with the story though is it just needs a lot of good, like a good round or two of editing um, to like, to clean up some of the stuff in it. um, And that's why I'm going to give this a partial recommendation because for the, like start and finish good execution. It's just that middle part was kind of like leaving me confused. And like, there was some work that could be done with the, uh the, 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 the actual like writing of it and such. Hmm. Unless it was all intentional because it's the way the narrator writes. <laughs> yeah, at which, at which point, I give it full recommendation <laughs> for, the, uh, for the immersion level. <laughs> but um, yeah, a, a, a mostly positive partial recommendation for me. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Alright, so
1: I'm going over my
3: notes here.
1: Uh, I didn't like the mentioning of the kidnapping, because honestly, like I said before, it sort of got you thinking kidnapping from that point onward, so any sort of creepiness I could have gotten from the prints in the mud or the um, the thing off in the tree line, like, all that just sort of went away because it, it was basically explained, oh, it's a kidnapping. So I lost I mean, the I lost the awe and mystery of potentially being a monster.
2: Nothing says it still couldn't be a monster. Bigfoot showed up and took a kid, but they never found him. They never found the never saw it. They don't know anything about it. They just know the kids. They gone. don't describe. They, they
3: don't properly they describe those footsteps. Sorry.
2: Yeah. All they can say that is that it's a kidnapping. Who knows who did it?
3: They don't properly and, f- um, mention what footprints or what the size of those footprints are in the mud. <laughs>
2: even if they were normal sized footprints, if it's a freaking alien foot that just happens yeah. to fit into a human shoe, then they can leave again. That's yeah. Footprints.
3: Yeah. Okay, for some reason, I was picturing it being like a shoeless footprint for some reason. But that might have just been my mind kind of fabricating a shotgun.
2: I believe so. Um
3: also, Mikey, I have I have to stop you right now. Um you just don't want that 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 first preliminary like kidnapping mention in there so that it fits your narrative that it's the boy's father who's been divorced from his mom. <laughs> so it, it like tie, it, it it ties all that like that thread that you, that theory all up in a nice bow.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We know the truth. (laughs) I see you. I see you. You're seen, sir. (laughs)
0: Uh, I (laughs) know. I'm kidding, though.
3: Yeah.
1: So continuing on, uh, I also didn't like the camera because we don't know how big or small. Or really, more detail on the camera would be nice, Um, or. We don't even really need a camera because it it already it could, has a note.
3: <laughs> yeah, it could just be another note. Like he thinks the piece of candy, and he roll like there's a like rolled up piece of paper in the in the in the candy itself that he picks up, and it's just like you won't, or it's like yeah, you won't be so jolly.
2: <laughs> I I think if it wasn't a camera though, if it was just the paper, I don't know if he would freak out as much. Like because that's of the true. Camera, there could be cameras anywhere. Oh God, he's looking at me. He's in the house. I have to get out of here.
3: Yeah, there. Yeah, the camera do, The camera being there does add an element of like um, immediate danger in like a mm-hmm. skeevy way. Because like, like, why is this fucking camera in my in my candy bowl? <laughs> so,
2: or it could have been something like um, he just woke up from a nap and he went into his candy to get um, to get some candy. And um, for some reason, there's like a Polaroid in there, and it's a picture of him sleeping. Five Fuck. minutes ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what it needs. No, that's what it should have been. It should have been a, a Polaroid, and they pulls it out. Sees that like it's like a picture of him from the window, or so, or like him oh, from, from inside, inside the, house, the house, inside the house. Yeah. And then on the back, written the uh, yeah, one hundred percent.
2: Then that would remove the uh, unnecessary technology. Cuffuffle that we're running into,
3: yeah. Because I mean, I figured this 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 uh, kidnapper is like waiting out there in the woods, and like he figures he's got a fifty fifty shot. If if this kid bolts it out, the, uh, like when this kid eventually like runs outside, he either goes out the front door, and then he just the the kidnapper just sl- slinks back into the woods and like you know goes away, or the kid goes into the into the backyard and he spots him, and that's his chance. So. Hmm. From a from a low tech point of view, because otherwise, like with the camera, like if it is some kind of like wireless spy camera kind of thing, um, he he might be like checking his phone the whole time, like have has pho- his phone. His phone is like, All right, where's this kid going? All right, he's going at the back. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, Whereas, awful. yeah, he could do high tech, he could do it low tech. Uh, either way.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, just... And continuing on, and, and I I liked
1: the twist at the end. So I feel like I have to give this a personal recommendation.
0: But I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no fair.
3: Um, gamer, you're up.
2: So reading through it, I, it was like a bit of a strange story to read through. Cause I went through expecting the narrator not to be a specific person But the wording of everything was so not the way that a kid thinks. I thought it was Mm -hmm. just poorly written, basically. Um, I I suppose, like, I I took it as the writing being mismatched to the characters that were there, but it turned out that it's because it's Crazy Killer writing all this, and that's great. Um, I mean, it's great for the story, it's bad for them. Um, Yeah. With the ending, though. This is totally
3: fiction, right? (laughs) Totally. Right?
2: (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But with the ending, though, it puts the whole story in a different light. And I believe it warrants a reread, which I don't think I've said before. Whoa. Cause reading the whole story again, everything is in a different light. As I said, like simply stuff like Connor used to reside in a small town. Yeah. Each year on the night before Halloween, Connor and his friends, Corey and Ryan would place a pumpkin in the lake. So he's been watching them for years. Fuck. It puts everything in such a creepy tone. Yeah, it's something. Like has been watching them for so long.
3: <laughs> the 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 story up until like the ending of the like on your first read up until the end of the story, it's kind sort of like you know like kind of chill music, kind of like play some playful music with a little bit of like like occasionally like some uh, like a uh, some some score that has a little bit of air of mystery to it and such. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the end where it just like cuts to like like a a horrible like droning sound. And then it cuts to like a flashback and we go back to the beginning of the story and start reading the story again and the score is completely changed and it's just creepy violin strings the entire way.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm.
2: But um, a few problems that we ran into across the way, they're either explained out by them not being the kids and this not being just a, a narrator that isn't a person. There was a couple of actual typos but typos are typos uh it's not really a big deal and none of them really fucked with my enjoyment of the story so i'm going to give it a full recommendation holy shit because like it's just like small little no, things yeah, like I, yes they're yeah. big like okay the camera like what's the size of the camera it matters but at the end of the day it's something he found that scared him enough to get him outside the house so he can be taken so that that's it true served yeah. its purpose and i understood that yeah. And yes, things could be f- fixed. Yeah, for sure. Nothing's perfect. Just because it gets full recommendation doesn't mean it's uh, who was phone level of creepypasta. Like, nothing can be who was phone I mean, phone
3: that level is, is again, god tier.
2: Yeah, of course. It's not god tier, but it's, I'd recommend it.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm shocked because I'm giving it a partial recommendation and you're giving it a full. That's, that's my shock.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs>
3: Um, what what has 2021 done to us?
2: It's it's a weird time.
3: <laughs> it's a weird time to be alive or kidnapped.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he could still be alive though. That doesn't mean hopefully he's dead. because he used to live there, but now he lives in my basement in the woods. He's still living though. Yeah.
3: Anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: the only other thing I gotta say about this is. I find this story creepier than most of the monster stories we read, because well, yeah, it's I, yeah. potentially real.
3: Yeah, it's it's the so that's yeah, like again, um, and we we've had this discussion multiple times on the show about like the difference between like a ghost and like supernatural elements in the, in a story versus yeah. skeevy real life horror, like a person is the is the monster.
2: Yeah, as soon um, as there is something that is not. Real, um there's a disconnect yeah there's no disconnect here so the immersion to it being potentially a real world story is always there
3: yeah like this actually harkens back to our our sticker like one of our earliest episodes me and dr leviathan talked about uh 1999 in the same context like whereas i was i remember us talking about it and like really like the conversation was, I really wished that uh, I was, I was really hoping that there had been some kind of supernatural element through 90, uh, like in 1999, just because of how cr- real world creepy that story was when I first read it. And, mm. and Dr. Leviathan was, was kind of, the, uh, uh, he, he got it, but he his way was like, he liked that it was, uh, it was real world because it added that extra like groundedness of like horror. Like it added the more grounded horror in that, like, this is yeah. something that could happen like it's it's in it's a grounded horror like it's something that can actually happen in real life like in 1999, we lived like me like uh like we we live about an hour away from the town that that one is set in <laughs> yeah um and so like again like I've been through that area I've also ha- like I've had a TV that you had to like use in t- bunny ears to like get like different like local channels and stuff like that so like local 99 mm-hmm. uh like local yeah the local channel in that story Again, hit a little bit more home uh, for that whole situation. So, and again, like people, like deranged humans, doing this kind of shit to like kids and, and young people and, and, and people in general is a common occurrence. Like you see it in the daily newspapers. So, yeah. like it it leeches on to that like real world horror of like your sec- your your insecurities. Like, are mm-hmm. you truly safe in your home? Or when you walk your dogs out in your neighborhood, like who's watching you while you're walking your dogs mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. So, yeah, that's, I think that's, it's, it's definitely something that comes up. Uh, and, and like the, the, the nice thing about like supernatural stuff is that you, you can tell those kind of stories and then like, give it a little bit of a, a sugar coating so that it's not as visceral. Um, because sometimes that is also like, sometimes those, those real world creepy stories can be traumatic um, if you read them because it, like, they hit a little too close to home kind of thing. Yeah. So flavoring it with if it's like a monster, a monster, then
2: whatever. Exactly. No one's like, going to yeah. offended by a monster.
3: It becomes cathartic. Uh, it becomes a way of like the writer being able to do something cathartic um, with the story while also like sugarcoating some of the, the more like traumatic parts of the horror.
2: So Yeah, to make them easier to swallow. Exactly. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: Yeah, uh, getting back to the final thoughts. (laughs) Um, So, I guess all in all, um, two out of three, and really just like some editing would, some editing could uh, could do. But like, although ultimately, the story was enjoyable, especially right at the end. Like when you get to, by the time you get to the end, it it, that's what like I think we all agree like that is where it like really hits home.
2: Mm Hmm. So, and at least for me, it made it enjoyable twice. Yeah. I after love that. We like, got to the end, I had, at least had to skim the rest of it to be like, "Oh shit!" Oh, yeah, fuck,
3: <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, I like al- again. Like earlier in this episode, in this episode, I had a visceral reaction when you like brought. up. was like, "He used <laughs> to live here." Like, oh yeah. shit!
2: <laughs> I'm glad we got that in recording.
3: Oh, it's so good. Okay, anyway, um, so yeah, that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. let this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end because his name is very long.
2: Yeah. One of these and days they'll give me one extra character so I can just have my full damn name on there.
3: One day. You could also just like get rid of the the no, the, the. that's a joke now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've gone too far. It, it's yeah. literally just a couple of uh, types of ways. Like no, no, too far.
2: It's too much work.
3: Yeah. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist um you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas spooky things cryptids uh reddit no sleeps the whole works send us them and we'll we'll read through them and talk about them on our show uh and if you'd like to help support us you can go to patreon Look up Al Dente Rigamortis and select the back of you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. Uh, for our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. As always, we say this every time, but we really do mean it. Thank you. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. We uh, do. And, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, it'd be rather quiet out there in the void that we'd be screaming into. So, um, and, and without your stories that you write and, and post online and share with the internet as a whole, thank you because we really wouldn't have much to talk about. So until next time I have been your host review cultist.
1: I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil.
3: And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been al dente Rigamortis. Have a jolly Halloween
2: sleep well. Or soon you won't be so jolly.